Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. Did you know that half of America is single? Hollywood has never produced anything like this before. The Dating Project, a groundbreaking documentary that follows five single people, ages 18 to 40, as they search for authentic and meaningful relationships. There is no script. There are no actors. These are real people trying to find love and happiness in an age of swiping left or right. From Empower Pictures, Paulist Productions, Family Theater Productions, and Pure Flix. You can now own The Dating Project. Save the date by visiting thedatingprojectmovie.com and go a step further and help others in your circle date differently by partnering with Ascension Press. Visit shop.ascensionpress.com to acquire the companion study guide. The Dating Project movie is now available on DVD and digital download on Amazon, iTunes, and Walmart. Please visit thedatingprojectmovie.com for details. Mary's Touch, real-life stories of Mary's love. I really do feel that Mary had a role in bringing me back to the Catholic Church. He reminded me that Mary was my mom. I always fell upon if I needed a desperate prayer, I always called to Mary. I could see that Mary had a hand in this. She began to speak to my heart. Mary's Touch, real-life stories of Mary's love. Hi, this is Alexis Walkenstein. Welcome to Mary's Touch, the show that brings you real-life stories of Mary's love. Today's guests are very special, and we're going to have an extra blessed show here on Mary's Touch. Right here in the L.A. studio with me today are Dr. Charles Mully and his beautiful wife, Esther. They're here in the United States all the way from Kenya to promote their film documentary, Mully. Mully will hit theaters exclusively October 3rd, 4th, and 5th, this 2017. What happens when a six-year-old boy in Kenya is abandoned by his family and left to raise himself on the streets? Mully is no ordinary rags-to-riches tale. It is the true story of Charles Mully, whose unlikely stratospheric rise to wealth and power leaves him questioning his own existence, searching for meaning in life. Against the better judgment of family and community, Mully sets out to enrich and save orphan children, thousands of them in Kenya, jeopardizing his own life and the security even of his family. Charles risks everything, and the events that follow are nothing short of astonishing. Charles, it's my sincere pleasure to welcome you here in studio to Mary's Touch. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be in your studios and uh, pray that uh, our, our audience, they'll be blessed through my testimony. Amen. Amen. I saw the documentary 
it moved me to tears. It moved me to consider my own my own calling in life, reevaluate. And I think that's what's reverberating around the United States when some of the leaders who have seen your story and we want to prepare people by way of this radio show to anticipate, to come out on October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And your story is profound. You were an orphan. Your family abandoned you at the age of six, yes? Yes, and thank you. My family uh, abandoned me when I was uh, between five and six years old, and um, they left me to nobody's care. And therefore, that was the beginning of a great problem in my life. And, um, well, it took quite some time for me to get out, out of it, uh, almost 11 years as I was uh, scavenging, you know, getting anything, food uh, that was not really f- uh, fit for human uh, consumption. And uh, that was because of uh, pressure of lack of food, poverty, and so forth. And also way back then, still my family were extremely very poor. My father mm. used to take a lot of alcohol. He was so much, you know, uh, um, addicted to to uh, to alcohol, and so that was kind of a life that I was born uh, through. It was a sad time, you know, being poor, having a, a family and addiction, and then you you took to the streets. How old were you when you knocked on the door of the Catholic family, the Indian couple? They were a wealthy couple doing business in Nairobi, and they took you in. I was about. 17 years old when I knocked, you know, in one of the residential house. And that house, when I knocked, because I did not know really anybody, I had already um, gone through the uh, the city of Nairobi downtown and uh, was looking for job anywhere. But um, by God's sake and uh, help, uh, when I knocked uh, to this uh, family, they were Catholic, uh, Christian, and um, they really uh, welcomed so much. I remember that woman asked me, why are you disturbing us? You are knocking and knocking <laughs> the door. But also it reminded me that uh, as the Bible says that knock the door and it shall be opened and, uh, unto you. Seek and you shall find. And therefore through that, the Lord did something great, and uh, this uh, Catholic uh, family, uh, they welcomed me and uh, worked, you know, with them uh, and served them in the house, washing dishes. Uh, not only that, but uh, also washing clothes and ironing. There were no machines those days, and I also did uh, gardening, weeding, flowers, and so forth. So it was a really good experience. They gave me food. They showed, especially the, the woman, uh, showed me love by giving food and all that I needed, especially water, accommodation, and everything. And God was moving in that time where you had come out of extraordinary poverty, and now you were learning the, the dignity of work. You were learning how to earn and save. And you also met your wife. You met Esther. Yes. Uh, after having uh, served for six months, this lady spoke to uh, husband and uh, 
her husband was the CEO of a very big farm where they used to plant coffee, uh, macadamia, and then he had also vegetables and uh, pineapples for export to Europe. And so I was employed there as I was going to in the field because I was employed as a clerk, field clerk, as well as also uh, being promoted to um, uh, to supervisor. And then I was walking and spotted, um, you know, a young lady who was by then 16 years old. And uh, by that time also I was almost about uh, older than her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spoke to her. I asked her, why did you come to work? You are young, underage, because uh, under 18 years we are not supposed to work. But she told me that she came to serve on behalf of our mother who was sick. And that's why she came. Our mother was a laborer working and work, you know, in, in, mm. in, the, in the farm. So that was the beginning of the getting beginning. to know Esther. The beginning of Esther. And, yeah. and you had met Jesus. You were a young man, a teenager, when you went to church. And, and God was calling you. You accepted Jesus. And so things were beginning to change for you. And then you began to amass great wealth, going from uh, absolutely nothing to uh, the dignity of work and then entrepreneurship, really. Mm. You became an entrepreneur amid really difficult environment in Kenya, poverty environment. Mm. You were being blessed, and you had everything. You and Esther then went on to have eight children. And tell a little bit about, you know, the climb into this abundant life. Uh, One other thing, let me say that uh, as I became Christian, it was really very powerful because I was reminded of many verses in the scripture reading when I read the Bible and I got to know about love, the power of forgiveness as I was forgiven when I said, God, here I am. Uh, the time when I was completely lost and I wanted to take away my life. And therefore, having gone through all this and then the Lord God provided a job and then was promoted and again became a family man. And, uh, you know, God really helped me to build a very strong foundation on business because I am entrepreneur. And I started thinking positively that all things are possible through Christ who strengthens us. And if you can check Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, when you get that one for yourself. And so through God's help and his favor upon me, what he did was so great that he blessed me so, so much that I had everything a family, a man can own. And I remember one day, I decided to travel, drive my car all the way to Nairobi from Eldoret, where I used to live with my family and where I had to build a, a business empire. And um, then I was in Nairobi after four hours, and I was trying to get uh, parking. And then during that time, I spotted, you know, um, some street boys and they came around me as I stopped the car, and then they asked me if I can give them money. And then I told them, no, why should I give you money? Mm. Uh, the parking belongs to the city. And so I refused. I went, I did my business, came back, only to get a shock of my life. This is that I had the keys, but the car, 
was gone. The car was gone. It was not there. I reported the matter to the police station, and after this day, I've never heard about that vehicle. And so it was way back in the year 1986, 86 April, and therefore I really felt guilty because I was reminded that I was like them, and all the time for three years up to 1989, November 17, I was reminded all the time when I saw children crying and the street children, street boys, street girls and the women, you know, carrying their children, they are suffering, crying. I saw myself in mm. their faces. I just could see myself, mm. the reflection. And that one, it was like, spirit haunting me, but I know and I believe it was the spirit of God mm. reminding me where I came from. And so I took my car and I started now driving my car, going home because I could not work. I had no peace and therefore I got lost. I was not in my mind. And then I, when I stopped the car, I said, where am I? Already I had gone 35 kilometers and lost the route going home. And then I, 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 I stopped for four hours. And then the Lord God spoke to me. And uh, it was about to be obedient to him. What is he saying really? I have all the money. I've worked so hard. But how should I return this back and give it freely to all the children to all men, people, women who were really poor. And uh, it was a struggle in my heart because I was also asking myself how will for years to come be end when my children are growing, how will they really survive? And so the, 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 the Spirit of God was very powerful. Mm. And therefore, I said, yes, Lord. The moment I said, yes, Lord, I got the very, very best of all time. And that was the joy that I got there. And the God through his spirit came in my uh, heart. I never had any fear anymore. And I was rejoicing and I left singing going home. And I spoke to my wife, my children. They could not believe. It was really uh, like crying. What are we going to do, our father? Right. What is happening? Right. I mean, this is, I find that some of the, the comments of people who, who've read your story and your testimony, it was a miracle all by itself that you got out of the ditch of poverty. But the next miracle that was about to happen was when God spoke to your heart, he was asking you to let go of it all, to do something greater. The greater thing was to really do a rescue mission, to mm. be Christ to thousands. Mm. It started with one or two. And then you how many, how many babies and children over these years that you have really taken under your care, your family care? You've become a father <laughs> to the fatherless is the story that is about you, the book that's about you. Uh, really, I, I cannot really tell it all what really God has done uh, because after I had now invested my life, um, my money, and also my family to do the work full-time and close all the businesses, I started going to the street, and then I met the very, very poor children who were 
completely disappeared and they were open and i started uh, showing them love i took bread in my car and i mm. brought them in one place near a river and then i served them and uh, washed them you know we were able to wash with them with my workers along the river and uh, that was now the beginning and then in our house we built and extended again that house to be able to accommodate more children because uh, every day i brought more children and therefore the number went up to 200 uh, mm. 300 350 i remember so 358 520 528 and that number kept on going up to now where we have uh, 12,000 over 12,000 children who have gone through the program successfully mm-hmm. and at the moment we have about 300 and 256 3256 uh, children whom we are caring for it's incredible it's an incredible story that challenges us to consider what do we have that we can give to the lord and what do we have that we can give back to enrich other people's lives and to be christ to them Uh your wife is remarkable. People who have seen the documentary, when I saw the documentary, I thought, wow, God living in Charles Mully is incredible. Mm-hmm. But then going home to the spouse and saying, this is what the Lord is calling calling me to do. And she could either say yes yeah. <laughs> or no, and she said yes. I mean, it was difficult, but you would bring the babies home and the kids home and she would do the work. she would do a lot of the work and your other children um became part of this expanse because this expansive home um i was very touched in the documentary to hear the honesty of some of your children who wrestled with this move of god sometimes when god breaks in it can be uncomfortable mm. and um to to be able to stretch ourselves and share ourselves was incredible to see that it is a uh, really uh really miracle the act of god upon the people and i believe that uh, god who created father abraham and out of father abraham then his son isaac and jacob and even joseph and the time when jesus was born from the uh, that the line of david he is the one even today tomorrow and forever and uh, i believe that um, god always has got a plan for each one of us and one of the best is to pour our love and god's love to his people to the children especially because they are like angels they cannot support themselves they need us to support them and that's why i chose to follow him to follow god and um, of course together with my wife and our co-workers we have been able to see uh, the greatness of jehovah many miracles like in the movie you see water yes coming out from nowhere from the ground where there was no hope of water and the people thought yeah my prayers would be nothing but prayed and prayed after a week at night then when i was crying before the lord about the water as we had lost three children who died because of water disease and then caught me on in, in a sleep after having prayed and prayed and then cried and then got up in sleep and then he said wake up i'm going to show you where the water is 
And indeed, by trusting him, because it's only by faith that even we shall see God one day. It is only by trusting in him, I trusted that what he said, and then went there, prayed together with my wife. It was about 100 uh, yards uh, from the place where we were sleeping. And then at 3 a.m., early in the morning, that's the time, and uh, we prayed and I dedicated that place. And the following day, we called the children, and I said to them, here is where the Lord God has given us water. Amazing. And all of them, they believed. But I know there could be those who were doubting. And of course, as usual, uh, Thomas uh, yes. is everywhere. <laughs> and uh, then uh, we uh, we brought truth. I told them, we will not see the water just on a passing by. We have to take a step of faith. And therefore, we started digging, and they, within the, that day, because it was so hard, then they reached to 22 feet, and therefore 25 feet, it was hard in our rock, because according to the history of area of uh, Yata, there is Yata Plateau, even in the geography, there is a big rock which covers about three to 400 kilometers, and therefore it's spread over. And therefore, when you go 10 meters or not meters, feet, and then even to 15 feet, you may find this rock. So this rock was there. They tried, they say, oh, Dad, we, we, we don't see any sign of water here because of this rock. I told them, the Lord has shown me there is water here. It is here. We cannot move. Then let's go. Uh, then they went on within uh, one foot, and then they found uh, there was uh, a river sand particles. And in that line, which was about uh, one to two um, meters, they strike there, and then the water came up. There was commotion of water. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> and the water, poof, and then it sprang up until you could touch it. Jacob's well is still there. And it's the still reason, there. Yeah, it's still there even today. And the reason I called it Jacob's well is, was because of struggling and struggling with the angel with that, the Lord saying, please bless me like Jacob's when he struggles with the angel of the Lord when he was at that Jacob's well in the Bible over 2,000 yes. years ago. Yeah, so the, the God is really alive and he's living to this moment. He's still doing miracles. Everywhere. Yes. Yeah. We've been talking to Dr. Charles Mully. The story of his life is featured in the new documentary, Mully, which is in theaters October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Take a listen to a little clip. When we come back, we're going to talk to his wife, Esther. From orphan to millionaire. I was abundant. He opened his heart to God. A child without parent. And opened his home to thousands of children in need. Discover the miraculous true story of how one man answered God's call and change the world. Molly. I see impossible becoming possible. For three nights only, in select cinemas nationwide, October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Buy tickets now at mullymovie.com. Yes, you want to get your tickets now at mullymovie.com because this story will move you and it will change you. We're back here in the Mary's Touch studio. We've been talking to Dr. Charles Mully, whose uh, life will be front and center in the documentary. And, and coming back here after the break, we have Esther Mully. And we have just a few minutes, but I wanted to have you, Esther, share a little bit about this radical call on your husband's life. Not easy. And you are 
said yes with open arms and opened your home and changed thousands of children's lives. Thank you. You know, without the love of God, you cannot make it. But with God, everything is possible. So when my husband was a child and he was a burden, when we get married, he used to tell me about his life. And also before he started the work, when he went and lost the car, he was telling me that he want to do great things for the God and he want to do something, but I didn't know what he want to do. But um, later, when he went to Nairobi and he came back without the car, we, we stayed about three years. Then one day he came and told me, I will not work anymore for the money. I want to go to the street. I want to find out why these children, they are in the street. Why are they suffering there in the street? Is it their fault or their parents or why? So he started going there and he, he brought the children. And with that, because I was brought up with the um, poor families and we were living in poverty, so... I loved those children because I know these children belong to the Lord. And because they don't have anyone who can take care for them, that's why God chose me to love them and take care for them. So, and I loved my husband, I loved my family, and I loved those kids from the street. But it was not easy. But through the love and the power of God, and uh, because I know it's God before when I was married. That's why I took the children. Mm. Yes. You had a strong faith that was rooted in your heart. <clears throat> yes. This is really like Acts of the Apostles. You know, the Word of God is one thing, but then putting it into application sometimes is difficult. But we see in the documentary mm-hmm. how you led your whole family under your husband's authority mm. into answering a call that not only blessed hundreds and thousands of children, but really blessed you. Yes, and uh, I'm happy my joy is to see those kids succeed in their life because now we have those who are doctors, nurses, we have those who are engineering, we have teachers, we have uh, social workers, and we have good mothers, we have good fathers. So that's my joy to see the in their life they can be some people who can help other people. Also, we have those who started home. Now mm. they are taking care for the children. And that's my joy. And I thank God for that. Because those kids, they will go all over the world and they will spread the word of God and they will give testimony how God has done for them. Mm. Yeah. It's really incredible. And I think what's very striking in the documentary, and I again, I urge everybody that's listening to take a friend, take your family. It will radically gift you with spiritual insight and wisdom and really a self-reflection. But what I thought was really incredible as well was that your children may not have readily accepted this plan, but they all wrestled with their own really conversion in this process and and came to accept and also see the miracles that God was doing. Yes, yes. Before they couldn't understand, but now they are grown up, they understand why we started the the home and why we are taking care for the 
children, those who come from the street and those who, are, who don't have parents. And now they understand and they love them. And what I want to tell the world is when you see somebody in the street, please pray for them. Just take one child, take care for them. One at a time, we can do great things. And yes. God will bless us. Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. Esther, thank you so much for being here today with, with your husband, Charles. It's a distinct pleasure to have you here all the way from Kenya. You have blessed us in America. The spiritual um, gift that you have is blessing us here. Um, for all you listeners, this is Alexis Walkenstein with Mary's Touch. Go to mullymovie.com. Find out where you can see Mully. Do go see it, October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. You will be changed. People who have seen the film in advance have been radically changed. There have been conversions. This movie will be shown in prisons around the country. People are beginning to see the dignity of their own life. They're understanding forgiveness. And they are now setting out to, to answer the call that God has put on their own heart. So Esther and Charles, thank you again. Thank you for thank, being here. Thank you so much, and thank you for welcoming us to come and uh, to tell the people about the power of God. God is living even today. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to our sponsor. This is Mary's Touch. Follow us on Mary's Touch Facebook page. Tag a friend. Hashtag Mary's Touch. God love you. God bless you. Amen. This program is produced by Mary's Touch, a nonprofit corporation dedicated to bringing you the love of Mary and her son, Jesus. If you have questions, comments, or a story to share, write to us at Mary's Touch, P.O. Box 341991, Austin, Texas, 78734, or email radio at marystouch.org. For more stories or to find out more about Mary, visit our website, at marystouch.org. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love.